Michelle Constant on SAFM. Of course, at this time, we cross over into the concept of conflict. It's part of our SAFM conflict resolution series with uh, Andre Flock, who is a conflict negotiator. Andre, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle and the listeners. Andre, I want to start with something that one of our listeners has just sent us. It says, we all place ourselves in danger to one degree or another when we stand up, but we place our children and grandchildren in even greater danger when we don't. Ah, that is that is beautiful. That, that is so true. Wow. It's okay. So the reason I'm loving it is because, I, and it's from Terence Terence Tumalo. So Terence, thank you so much for that. It's really quite profound. It is profound. And um, it is important because when we look at conflict, conflict can be about the fact that sometimes we don't stand up at a time when we should or we stand up and uh, we may place ourselves in danger. So before yeah, it's we go a wonderful, into It's a wonderful, it really is a, a, a wonderful thought by Terence. Um, and, and, and it reminds us, we, we, we talk about conflict cycles and not standing up creates that cycle. It, our silence becomes consent. Um, our workplaces where, where dissension is, is discouraged becomes more and more difficult, more conflict-ridden. Um, it's, it's, it's an incredibly valid point. So let's talk about uh, being in the workplace and the giving and receiving of feedback. And as you mentioned, what's absolutely critical is that one does stand up and be counted. Be counted. But uh, the question that is uh, always asked is how does one stand up and be counted, either in the receiving or in the giving of critique? I, I find in, in, in my work, Michelle, and, and, and yeah, again, like we often do, we, we have to start the journey with with ourselves. We, we as South Africans, we we tend to to be quick and easy and and, and quite comfortable in giving uh, feedback, or shall we call it what it actually is is experienced as criticism. Um, we, we, we're quick on the trigger with with giving it, asked or, or unasked, but we're not that good with with receiving feedback <laughs> and criticism. Um, we really need before we before we go much further. We we need to remind ourselves of that. Sometimes it's necessary. Um, feedback is, is is the lifeblood of of a relationship of 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 workplace, and it's so liberating to to understand once you once you're able to give it properly and and receive it. It really opens new vistas. It, it, it really opens new new abilities, new solutions. Uh, to be able to, it, it's a beautiful thing to watch two people or a team really be able to open up and, 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 and speak from the heart and fix things properly. So how do we do it? We, there, there, there's, there, there's a few things we can remind ourselves of, a few very easy little skills we can we, we can. We, we can manage to to make part of our approach to this a very important thing um, first of all let's try and stay calm during that process um, it's uh, you know we, we often give and receive that feedback on the run in, in, in a mad busy day try and be as calm about it as as, as you can um, we must remember whether it, it, it's always, always about the idea. It, it should be about the event, the idea. Don't, don't, don't. And, and, and here we we can so easily, with a slight adjustment, fix things. We we convey it often as as a personal 
criticism. Mm. Michelle, Michelle, you're late again, or, you know, Michelle, why do you do that? Um, try and deal with the idea, the concept. I don't think that the staff are ready for this idea yet. It's not about you. It's not an attack on you. I am yeah. speaking to you about you, the concept, about the event, about the idea that you proposed. Try to depersonalize it and you'll already see see positive results just there. So so you're talking about the depersonalizing and the staying calm. So now let's, um, if, if one teases that out, and I know that in the notes that you sent me, calm is a word that, that you repeat um, so it's, it's about keeping the temperature down, keeping the temperature low. Um, but the giving of feedback and the receiving of feedback, what's, what's I suppose critical about both of them is how one depersonalizes it for both. So if I'm, I'm giving you critique, um, then, then what happens is I need to make sure that I don't, Andre, you are this and you are that. It's like... Yeah. Andre, I'm feeling that perhaps we could do this differently or could you think about perhaps doing it differently, whatever the case may be? So important because whether we like it or not, whether we like to, to speak about it or not, as South Africans we have this shared history where gender and even racial boundaries, perceived boundaries, often are dragged into and, and it's part of, of, of people's experience. Um, if... You know, if, if if we speak to each other, what what may be valid workplace or even relationship criticisms and feedback yeah. are often rightly or wrongly are perceived as racial or gender attacks. Yeah, and we must and the responsibility is on 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 you to to ensure that that's not experienced as that. Um, not in the receiver, but but for you, the conveyor, you need to make very sure that that. That what you're trying to say, and firstly, that your own motivation is pure, that you're not just being a bully, um, but, but but that the, the real, the essence of your message is conveyed and received uh, correctly. So that's uh, the giving of it. <laughs> what about the getting? Because the getting is obviously, I mean, in fact, I almost feel like I'm listening to this and I'm thinking the responsibility lies with the person who's giving the critique to make sure that the person who receives the critique doesn't feel like it's an attack. We can be oversensitive in receiving it, of course. Um, yeah. we, we, we need to we need to also remind ourselves that as an employee, um, if, if if it's and, and here really we, we get back to the motivation. If if once we trust each other, this giving and, and receiving of feedback is is a healthy. It's a wonderful part. Ha, have a look at relationship. At, at teams where this is a part of the culture. Yeah. It is just a different world. It, it, it is just such a beautiful, positive place to be where I can receive uh, that which you want to tell me, where you can listen to me and actually where you trust me that what I am conveying is not some bullying. It's not, it's not some, there's no hidden agenda. When I speak to you about this event or this idea, it's real, and, and it, it really opens up a, a brand new, fresh, very exciting place in the workplace or, or even in, in a family. Um, on, on the receiving end, we need to, again, stay calm. Um, we need to, to listen, to acknowledge what, what, what's being given to us. Um, where necessary, we can ask for specifics. Um, we, we often, especially in the workplace, we misunderstand each other. Yeah. Um, we, we get our tails up and we, we don't hear everything that, that, that's, that's coming our way. 
We, and here's another difficult part, where we're wrong, we, we should acknowledge that. Uh, again, back to the trust. If I know that this discussion isn't a, a bullying or uh, event or, or, or some other uh, negative agenda being being carried, then I should be thankful for this. This is good for my career, it's good for the team, and it's good for, for, for the workplace. Uh, we should acknowledge that. Stay open to that. Um, try and get to a solution in the process. And that's normally the, the, the where, where we distinguish from the bullying event and the real constructive criticism. If, if I'm trying to fix this, if I'm just shouting at you because it's fun, um, I, no... I, I, I normally don't suggest a solution. You, you just this and that. Um, but when there's a, a, a constructive solution being added to this, it's often a sign of, of constructive criticism. So, Andre, MM wants to know, how does one deal with situations where some people are so strong-willed that you, you find you accept their view or they're not prepared to accept or listen to a different view? Well, the, the short answer is in a workplace, of course, we, we have on, on one end of the spectrum, we have, you know, if, if it really doesn't work, if your your best efforts don't work, then, you know, they, it, it should be moved to, to your more conventional disciplinary processes uh, where this type of communication is broken down. Uh, but again, do we really want to see that? Um, it, it, it's a failure in, in a specific sense. It's, it's, it's a failure of communication once we get to those processes. Um, a strong-willed person is often, um, I find that what helps often is two things. Firstly, make it very clear to them. And this is, again, your responsibility, and it may take a bit of time. Get them to, to, to trust you. Yeah. To to not become defensive because you're a bully, or they perceive you as a bully, or as uh, a racist, or, or you know some 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 gender bully. Make sure that they can hear you. Yeah. Um, we, we we make the mistake of just listening to people's words. We must listen to their emotions as well. We must build this bridge between the two of us. And then secondly, um, what, what often helps in, in, in the listener's question in that type of scenario is make them in, in a non-critical way, non-judgmental way, let them understand what the consequences is. I understand that you, that, that you arrive late often, and I really understand your transport problems. But, Michelle, do you understand that when you arrive late, we have to work harder? Um, just sketch the picture for them. If, if, you, if you deliver your reports late, um, all of us, our commissions are paid later because we, we can't file our reports because you're waiting for yours. Um, try and convey the broader picture to them. And, and often those strong-willed people are, you know, it, it, because they live like that, because everything is about them, um, they don't always see the, the wider picture. Andre, very quickly, the two-to-one rule. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan, um, oh. but... Research tells us that uh, it's one of the conventional um, methods and, and, and listeners can, can certainly try and, 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 and see how far they get with it is where if, if I have to convey a bit of pull, if I have to convey, um, let's say, one item of criticism or negative feedback to you in that discussion, I should also I should start with something more positive and see to it that for every, every criticism, for every single criticism, I add to... Positives, you know, Michelle, you're such a great worker. You've been with us so long. Can you try and file your reports on time, please? 
um, it, it, it's, 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 it's a very popular It's a bit tool. fakey. It's a bit fakey. I, I, that's why I'm not a, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not a fan, but, it, but it, it certainly it's there in the literature and in the research, and, and it works for some people. Well, maybe uh, if any of our listeners uh, are able to respond to that, have you tried that two-to-one rule? We'd love to hear from you. Andre, you're going to be back next week, we hope? Yes, obviously. Good. Fantastic. That's Andre Flock, and he is a, a conflict resolution negotiator doing some incredible work. Um, just follow him on Twitter. I think it's Andre underscore Flock, and uh, you can check out the places that he goes to. I mean, I, f- I feel like, uh, oh, my goodness, the places you've been. He really does go to some pretty crazy places and uh, looking at conflict and focusing on supporting and resolving conflict as well. A little bit late, but she's in the other studio. Zai Zai Gabor, here we are.